Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an amazing podcast. I wanted to do a little preemptive prologue, talk about this guy, Mr. Cameron Davies, loving the energy off this guy. We really bonded, found out we had a lot in common on a spiritual kind of social level. Both of us really want to share everything that we are being blessed with with those around us and those we can reach through, you know, social media and whatnot, just everybody. We seem to be trying to help people that are going for their dreams and uh, reaching for the stars and whatnot, but keeping their head on the ground as Casey Kasem would say, good people going for their dreams and being a inspiration and an example to other people that they can do it too. And so it's just really cool to have met Mr. Davies, Cameron, I like to call him. And uh, we're definitely going to have to link up in person, maybe do a little training session. I'm going to fight Stephen Samadhi at a Davies gym. And check out DaviesEntertainment.com. The guy's got it going on. I'm really impressed. And it was an honor having him uh, for the time that we did and really getting to know each other because we'd never been introduced until today. So I hope you enjoy this one. It was a special one for me. Peace. I'm very excited today. Probably one of our biggest, most uh, exciting guests we've ever had on the podcast. No offense to any of the other guys, but this dude is killing it. If you look at his Instagram, at Mr. Cameron Davies, he is all over the place. I don't even know how you're doing everything you're doing. But I'm really excited to talk to you because it looks like you're living the life and we want to try to share that uh, with the people and show them how to live the life. So thank you very much for joining me today. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. It's an honor. No, it's an honor. The honor is mine. Um, we were introduced by a good friend of mine, Stephen Wiley, and we, we sponsor one of your fighters, uh, Eddie Ortiz, I think. Yeah, get back in the ring May 21st. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you, he signed to your um, Davies Entertainment, right? That's correct. And so, I mean, honestly, if you, I would, I'm very curious how you, like, for your origin story, kind of, and is that, I hate to, like, put you on the spot right there, but can you tell us how you started all this? Because you're doing, like, 10 different projects, but. Yeah, man. Uh, it started a while back. I, you know, I had a company called 210 Customs, and we were building cars for NFL athletes. Ooh. And I was a bad businessman. I was young. I was, they were in the league, out of the league, you know, um, and went broke doing it. And there was a gentleman building food trucks, I, you know, and I said, hey, let's kind of pimp the rides on these things, you know, put some audio video, some custom wheels, upholstery, things like that. Anyway, long story short, stiff me for some money. Uh -huh. um, so I self-taught myself how to build um, mobile assets 10 years ago. Now we build more than anybody in the world. Um, always been a big fan of entertainment, both you know music driven and in the boxing side. Um, tried to stay as fit as I could, and so um, 
I got into boxing just for the sheer love of it. And not only that, but to provide opportunity. I saw in San Antonio that these boxers just weren't getting the opportunity that they, that was deserving. You know, you had Eddie Ortiz, for example, who was a, you know, Olympic, you know, U S champion, you know, an amateur champion, national champion, and just not progressing how he should in his career. So I stepped up and now we have 10 pro boxers, four musical artists, um, and over a hundred employees. So it's pretty wild. That is so cool. I mean, because it's like you're doing the stuff that you want to do. It sounds like you, you know, you probably got into customizing vehicles, maybe because that you found some interest in that. You love that, right? Mm-hmm. And, but w- what I find really cool is kind of similar between us is we also sponsor fighters, and I like yeah. to get in and train also, and it's fun, you know, like so you're, you're getting to make money and you get to almost like play with these guys, you know, you're having fun with them. I call, you know, just training to me is, it's fun, you know, and I see you out there. It's a family atmosphere, you know, and I, and I, you know, I have a tattoo on my arm that says for without family, I am nothing. And that's how I live my life. But, you know, I tell people the mental, mental part helps the physical mm-hmm. part. We have so much going on, you know, I'm working hundred hour weeks, but to get in that gym in the morning and be able to work out some of my guys just makes you feel that much better. And, you know, probably the most rewarding part of the entertainment company right now is, you know, due to the pandemic, you know, entertainment was shut down. So we provided opportunity for all of our fighters and our artists to work through one of our entities, whether right? it's a print shop or, you know, manufacturing nice. facility or the gym. But it's teaching them a life lesson because you can't box or you can't rap or you can't do, you know, stuff forever. So if you can teach them a life skill and they can still provide for their family during a pandemic, it was it was huge, man. And it was uh, it was a cool experience. I imagine that's rewarding. You're getting to feel that you're helping people, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Um, you know, we do we help we you know, we give away more money, we make a year, we we like I said, we provide a lot a lot of opportunity for not only our people in our entertainment company, but also in our fabrication and other print shops and things like that, transportation. But we you know, we we build these companies so it can provide these opportunities. You know, not all of them are extremely profitable. Um, you try to make it look like that on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just at the end of the day, if I can break even and, you know, provide for their families, I'm cool with that. That's like, we're, so, I, I feel very connected in a, in a way by your response because, you know, we're doing very well as a company sheath and it's cool to talk to another entrepreneur who's quote unquote killing it. Uh, and because, and to see what you're trying to do with it, like I, I could be rat hole and all this money for myself but i don't even really care that much i have everything i want and need i got my family and my house and my car and i want to help people first that's what is kind of i'm drawn to and, and it gives me more motivation you know to keep going hard it's funny and that's what people were telling me when i told them i was going to do this podcast i said that you know how similar we are you know and it's true look man i got a roof over my head i got healthy kids i got a you know beautiful wife you know, I've got businesses, but I, I mean, I take a very modest salary. I put everything back into this company. I mean, we built a 73,000 square foot entertainment facility right in the midst of a pandemic. So a lot of these guys, you know, the, the boxers, for example, you know, these guys got to build the gym that they train in. Mm-hmm. And so we've got a stay of the art workout facility with recovery and all that. But it means more to them because that's their house. You know, they built their house. You know, they, their blood, sweat and tears are in that gym. They come in and, you know, the cool thing about it is they can come in and do strength and conditioning in the morning. They can work here all day and then they can do boxing at night. And it just keeps the mind, the mind right. You know, rather than going home and sitting, you know, sitting around or having to drive to another town and work a job and then come back and, 
get on life. It's everything is right there for them. That's beautiful. It's like restructuring everything for if maximum efficiency for their lives, so they can also have maybe a little bit of a life outside of work. Yeah. Also, more. We're trying to do the whole Nipsey hustle, what he was doing on Crenshaw Boulevard here in San Antonio. So we've got, you know, our, our major facility for manufacturing and then right down the streets, the entertainment. And so, you know, it's cool to see a lot of these guys kind of rotate through and, and be right here, you know, and all be together and, you know, doing the things that we love to do. It's so beautiful. That's so fun. All while wearing comfortable ass underwear. Hey, promo. <laughs> I appreciate that. I saw you, you know, sporting them with the, the riffs the other day and, that I, that always like warms my heart when I hear someone else. They, I wear them all the time. Eddie's my uh, Eddie's my like delivery man. Uh-huh. My, he's like my dope boy with underwear. Like I'll be in the gym working out. And he'll come throw me a couple pairs, and so that's all I wear now. I appreciate yeah. it. No, that's it's a beautiful thing. I, I I got a really cool text this morning from uh, Jacob Paraba from Iridium Sports. He uh, yeah he met. Um, represents brandon marino who i don't mm-hmm. do you know who that is the baby assassin yeah, yeah. i love him mm-hmm. and yeah wild man. yeah and he they were just telling me like he loves the underwear he's like they're the most comfortable thing you've ever, ever worn and he we're gonna do something with him on his next fight for the rematch for the title against cool whatever that dude's name was but uh he, the other guy's fighting is a bad mother also but they you know, we assumed. I can't think of his name. I saw that y'all had a you had a sheath for sheath. So two of your guys are yeah. yeah. That's kind of that's probably a first time. Huh? Yeah, we're sponsoring two different guys that have we've also well that are fighting each other. So that's <laughs> it is a first and hopefully yeah. the first of many. I honestly I I, bit, I asked Michael Bisping name dropping that uh, to how we could get on the mat of the UFC you know, and just go straight to the source. And he's, he's going to help kind of work that because we've done some smaller organization for LFA, the legacy fighting Alliance. And we were on the mat and on the banners and um, posts and stuff. And it's just really cool to watch an event with your logo plastered all over. Do you? Yeah. I mean, you see the fruit of your labor right there. Yeah. We're throwing, you know, I think four or five shows by the end of the year, man. We need to talk on some stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, some exposure on that. Yes, because um, we control the ring and, and everything. But I, you know, I'm all about proving myself first. Let you see it. Let it let it pay off. You know, selling some underwear, and then we can come back. But yeah, I, I do appreciate all that y'all do for you know the world of fighting. You know, I think it needs to be uh, like spread out. Like the word needs to be spread about the benefits and the. Of fighting, you know, training, because uh, mm-hmm. martial arts is a discipline and it, it can provide a lot of value outside of the gym, you know, in your whole life and just overall well-being. I find that also, like when I started training, I was about 21, which I wish I had trained when I was a kid or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, you get what you get. And I started walking differently. I was like, okay, I'm not... I can wrap somebody up, and this is jujitsu. Uh, now I'm doing boxing more because yeah. I'm older, and it's just I, I, I really enjoy the cerebral aspect of boxing. People think it's for a bunch of brute animals, but there's actually a lot of mental, you know, to the game. There's a lot of finesse, and yeah, it's hard. Box people, people have no idea the type of shape that these professional athletes are in, whether it's MMA or boxing. You know, it's a lifestyle. You got to eat right. You got to, you know, you got to. You got to 
stay hydrated. You got to train, you know, more than people. They just think that they train for a couple of weeks for a training camp, go right back in. That's bullshit. It's a, I mean, it's a complete lifestyle. And they have to, yeah, they have to be at the tip top shape. And I love the mentality of a fighter. And I think like you and I maybe have that mentality towards business and life. It's yeah. that grind, that hustle, that every day wake up and, uh, you know, put everything towards this one goal. Although, you know, uh, which, you know, for you seems to be spreading. I don't understand how you can do so many things. How are you doing so much? Man, it's, it's pretty wild right now. You know, controlling the process helps. You know, on our TV show, we produce the entire TV show. You know, so we have Final Cut. We do all the production, filming, you know, sound mastering, everything. But I've got a great team. You know, Marcus, who's my COO, is amazing. Um, you know, then I've got, you know, Question, who runs, you know, is president of Davies Entertainment. Brian Ramirez, who, you know, is head of production for Davies Entertainment. And then, you know, I've got Clyde, who runs the boxing division along with Ursula and you know, having the gym, a lot of it's just putting powerful people in place and allowing them to do the job. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, we used to hire just on sheer need, but Marcus, when he came in at CO, was like, hey, let's step back. Let's take some more time, a more calculated approach to hiring and hire the best. So we can have one person doing multiple people's jobs. And it's really like you're paying the same money out of pocket. And so we've hired, we've, you know, put director of operations in all of our positions, Josh Davies, who's no relation, uh -huh. um, does it for cruising kitchen. People think we're related. We just it's, might as well just call each other. Brothers, <laughs> same last name. Um, but you know, runs the director of he's director of operations of cruising kitchens. And once we finally streamlined all entities, it helped out. But I'm gonna I'll be straight up. The pandemic was you know was eye opening, but it gave us time to kind of set back and restructure a lot of our entities. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, it made them run far more smoothly. Yeah, we took that year and to solidify the brick we call it and just basically like make sure our foundation is solid because we're growing at a rate that is absurd on i mean we're like growing yeah. like tech company level you it's like overnight yeah you know i remember when eddie fought for the wbc us title that was his second fight no first fight with us and he went down to austin he said i'm gonna go to this photo shoot with sheath and i was like hey what's sheath and then he gave me a pair of underwear. I was like, dude, these are badass. And, you know, that's when I first knew about y'all. So that was probably, shit, not even two years ago. And now it's I see y'all everywhere. It is so fun. I'm so, I feel yeah. very blessed. And I try to stay grateful because, uh, you know, it's a very, I feel like I was lucky in a way. Like, and it's like the ball was handed to me. I took it and ran with it. But I don't want to take it for granted. But hard work, yeah. Hard work outweighs luck. Oh, yeah. You know, it's people. You have to have somebody luck in business, no matter how good you are. But hard work, you know, knowing the right people and just staying true to who you are, I think is one of the key factors. And that's what y'all have done. Yeah. That's why we're so much alike. Yeah. I mean, it did just come to me like through a, an idea, and and people tell me they had, oh, I had that idea, but it's about having the idea, taking it, and you know, bringing it to fruition. Ideas are. Yeah all day, every day, but what are you gonna do and stick with? And it did take like 10 years, honestly, to get uh, where, I mean, 2008 was when I had the idea. And then, so it's yeah. 13 years later, we're overnight success. <laughs> but that's what people always ask me, why do you have so many businesses? And it's like, look, I'll kick myself in the ass 15 years down the road if I, get in a, it's just something to a point in my life and i'm like well i didn't do that but i could i had the opportunity to do it but you know a lot of our entities start in house like our print shop started because the sheer need to have a print 
you know, to wrap all of our vehicles because I was tired of being dictated on somebody's timeline. Mm. And then, you know, we got recognition on that. And then we started doing all these corporate clients, wraps and, you know, digital work. And then we needed a transportation side. So we started the transportation company, you know, and then the entertainment side produces our show for cruising kitchens, but also produces our boxing matches and our, and our concerts. And, and then, you know, just, it goes on and on and on like that. The medical side, we needed to do COVID testing for some of our boxers fighting during the pandemic and it was hell to do. So we started a medical company that's gone kind of bananas. <laughs> you know, we're doing stuff all over, but just all feeds off of, off each other. You're like the Elon Musk of San Antonio. I'm sure you've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had that money, you know? No, I'm, I'm good. I, I am, I am content. I have, I truly do both in all entities. It's run like a family. I am so lucky to be surrounded by the talented people that I have. And you know, it's cool. You'll have somebody who welds, you'll have somebody who wraps a vehicle, somebody who's medical, you'll have a boxer, an artist, and they're all in the same room, just, you know, jiving with each other. And just, you know, they're just, it is, it's honestly the, the biggest compliment I get, not, I mean, people walk our facilities and you have to come check it out. I do. Please. Next time I come to San Antonio, I got to come by, but, yeah, we're putting kind of this MTV cringe video together. But anyway, when they leave, it's always like, look, man, you, you've inspired me to want to be a better person and give back. But the biggest compliment is how happy our staff is, you know, and, and it's not it's not like I prompt them and say, hey, look, when they walk in, act like you're no, I don't do that bullshit. You know, I don't even tell them when people are coming through because I don't want them to act different. I want them to be true to who they are. And, and that's I mean, everybody leaves like, dude, your crews are so fucking happy. And I'm like, because we treat them like family, you know, 100 percent. I just we just opened up a warehouse in Fort Worth, and my whole team came to just witness it and see meet the uh, people that are going to be running the warehouse. And the people running uh-huh. the warehouse were just like, "Man, your team is awesome!" And they just they're so you know they're very happy. We've never had anyone quit. Be in every because they're hopeful. They see the potential of growing with this company, and I yep. kind of sell that to them. I you know it's a uh, selling hope and it's working because the hope is turning into coming true. Every time yep. we turn, you know, every time we look up, we're breaking another record. And I do want to, I'm going to give a shout out to my boy, Steven, who set this up. He's kind of who you've been talking to. Um, he's like our hype man. And we, at yeah. all our meetings, he's like 10 racks a day, 10 racks a day, we you know, 10,000 a day, but actually a rack is $10,000. So he's really saying a hundred thousand dollars a day. And, we're we're like inching towards those numbers and that's fucking awesome it, man and that that's just it's a dream it is and so and and but then you know i have these conversations well what do you want to do with it you know and i we help dog we help like animals we do that um and i like to help disabled people kids primarily but also then just everyone around you our family our friends the people that have been helping me and fighters, yeah. people pursuing their dreams. Yeah. Let's get them what they need to, you know, just be able to take care of themselves and pursue that vision because sometimes it can get. We're so alike in that sense, man. It's I don't just... know why. I, I mean, but why more people? I mean, what are you going to do with the money? You're going to put it in in the bank. But that, that's where I'm at. It's like, hey, Cameron. You know, I told him when I filled up this big sixty-four thousand square foot shop. What are you going to do? I said, I'm going to sell it. Now I got this and the one down the street that's 73 and I don't want to sell it. I have opportunity to sell, but like, what am I going to do? Sell my soul to the devil, have a bunch of money and be miserable. Eggs. I mean, I love coming to work. I love being around the best people in the world. Like 
What the fuck else am I going to do? Why would I? What 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 does a bunch of zeros in my bank account mean if I if I don't have this? Hundreds, thousand percent. People are like telling me to sell sheaths, and how much would you sell it for? I was like, it would have to be the most absurd number because I love my team, I love what I do, and then what am I going to do? Go sit on a beach? Yeah. I want to keep working. I like working. This podcast is brought to you in part by Ohana Kababar. Com. Now, Ohana means family, but what is kava? Kava is a root from the South Pacific. It makes you calm and happy. Just go to ohanakavabar.com, choose your favorite brew. They have many to choose from with more on the way. And I personally like the tincture. It tastes good. It gets you quick and you're calm and relaxed in a moment. It cools and calms the nerves. Some call it an herbal Xanax. I think it's quite fine, and I think you'll like it. Let them know we sent you. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors and support this company. It's run by a fine gentleman who worked in the nursing um, profession for 15 years before he finally was able to break away from the chains of you know, the nine to five and start his own company. He takes pride. He loves it. He drinks it every day. I love it. I use it all the time. And I think you will too. So go to ohanakababar.com. Use promo code sheath. You're going to love it. It doesn't taste that great, but chase it with a nice pineapple. You will not be disappointed. Trust me on that. Ohanakababar.com. Ohana's family. Use promo code SHEATH. You're welcome. Our next ad is for another plant medicine, if you will. It's called Kratom. And you can get it at soapcorner.com. S-O-A-P corner with a K dot com. Go to soapcorner.com. Use promo code SHEATH. And of course, last but not least, sheathunderwear.com, the greatest underwear on the planet, the underwear of legends, the underwear that keeps your balls from sticking to your legs. That's right. This is the best underwear because it keeps your boys cool. Check out sheathunderwear.com. Back to the show. I like the I grind. Too. It's I like producing. I like, you know, the journey. You know? Yeah, and see, I'm lucky because through the boxing events and through some of the entertainment driven stuff and through filming the TV show, I mean, I get to travel to cool places to do the reveals for the show or do boxing matches. You know, I was with Eddie and, and the guys in LA in the pandemic. You know, we, you know, Chris Pearson's fighting for a world title this Saturday on the zone in, in Miami. I mean, it's just we get to go to a bunch of cool places and do cool shit, but it's, it's through work, you know? Yep. And then you know, try to carve out some family time while we're there and, and, you know, make a trip of it. Yeah. The, I mean, one of the cool things we got to do is go to the BMF ranch, which sounds like you're building your own version of, I'm sure you're familiar with the BMF ranch. Donald Cerrone. No. Yeah. Okay. Dude, Donald Cerrone is one of my favorite fighters. If not my favorite mm -hmm. fighters ever, he was in San Antonio. Um, oh, I had to tell you a story about that off record, right? About to come out and fight, uh, I think it was Ben Henderson. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, I got in a fight in the stands 
and they actually ended up not letting them go out and turn it on. And it wasn't my fault. Somebody had done, you know, done something to my wife and it walking by and I jawed him and <laughs> it was kind of crazy. It drug me down, but it, I'll have to tell you more about that story, but that was Cowboy Cerrone, but he was, he's, he, man, that guy's a fucking legend. Yeah. I'm glad we linked up with him and we're just trying to link up with the baddest motherfuckers period. Yep. People that you're doing a good job of that. Thank you. Thank you. It's, and it's a, it's just people I like, and I look, and I, I like that guy. Let's reach out to him. And since Cowboy, honestly, everyone is like, well, he works with Cowboy. He's got to be good. And any almost anyone will take our call these days. So that's a pretty fun feeling. But it's like I said, you've seen y'all's, y'all's footprint, y'all's platform grow. And not, not only by, you know, the quality of the product, but also, the, you know, the the people that you have, you know, I mean, it's just, you, you, they, you know, do a very good job telling your, your, your story on Instagram and things like that without, you know, without, I mean, you, you do it without losing engagement. I mean, it's engaging the stuff y'all post and what y'all do. Like the, I thought it was genius the other day putting the two of y'all's, you know, athletes were fighting against each other. I mean, who else is a sponsor that can say, Hey, I sponsor guys on both sides. I think that's, that's the coolest shit ever. Thanks man. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you're providing a lot of that opportunity for those two guys to fight. So that's got to make you feel good. It's very rewarding. And again, like I just try to stay grateful for it all. And it's hard not to be grateful. I mean, but I guess you can get bogged down in some bullshit argument with someone and, uh, you know, but I, I, or my tooth, you know, my fucking tooth fell out. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm rich. What the fuck is happening? And they're, they're like, you, it's, it's a process and so we're getting it fixed. Yeah. But, uh, that's, it's a, it's a, it's funny. So I had two of my side of teeth that were out and you can't tell until I would laugh or do some shit. And I remember seeing it on TV one time and I was like, all right, babe, I'm, it's about fucking time. I've played this shit for too long. So I had to go in and do all this cosmetic and dental work and i hate the dentist but i got it done and so i'm glad to get that you know behind yeah me. i think we've all dealt with it such so I, I don't i don't give myself too much of a hard time about it but uh and everyone's like dude you're rocking it you look like a fighter i'm like yeah fucking character <laughs> own it yeah i'm i i'm i'm just i gotta own it but it's been like over a year now and we've had some complications, but it's, it's all good. Just get a gold one. Totally. We are the same. You and I are totally the same. Get a grill. You know? That's what, I mean, Riff Raff is another guy we sponsor and he, mm-hmm. um, I've been, I've, oh, Riff Raff. Yeah, I've actually been talking to his grill maker because I do, I'm, I'm talking about getting a grill at least for fun. Why not? Yeah, why not? I, I grew up, I think, I mean, I'm 43. I mean, I grew up listening to like NWA and all of the. I did too. Yeah. So. Where are you from originally? I mean, I was born in San Antonio, but I grew up like in middle Georgia slash Cal- Southern California. I had no idea you were born in San Antonio. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I left early. I left when I was like nine. Oh. Divorced. Yeah, I love San Antonio. So we're at, and it's just, it's awesome. But I, I, I grew up listening to all that. H-Town Rap, and then, yeah. you know, NWA, uh, Too Short, like all those guys, you know? Yeah, and, it, and it, it models what you think is cool, and I think black culture is awesome. I mean, it, yeah. it, you know, they're like, you're racist because you're white. I'm like, fuck you. Anyways, we won't get into that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what the good thing right here. We got all colors, races, size, shapes, a little bit of everything. So. Yeah, 
same here and and it's a beautiful thing we're all coming together it's a melting pot baby this is america let's melt mm -hmm. and we can i'm not going to culturally appropriate if i'm wearing a grill i just think it's cool get off my back that's what i say yeah. i don't i like people sometimes comment about like some bullshit on our instagram and I'm, i'll be like fuck you like don't bring that then shit around you here. It's it's a it's a bunch of keyboard typing, you know, behind a computer screen with a fucking fake name. It pisses me off. You know, it's like we built this van for Xavier, the the gentleman was building no arms and, and no hip joints and stuff like that. We donated the, the van to him. He works here now, he's the biggest badass ever. And this piece of shit put a comment on there. And I'm just like, man, you've got to be the most worthless, <laughs> you know, sour son of a bitch to do something. But I see stuff like that. But you know, it's like I tell my guys. Definitely when we're on TV, you know, there's comments that come out. Like, we build the best quality product out there. We give back. And they're like, God, this motherfucker. And I said, just let him fry himself. And I love watching it because then that guy, we don't even do it, but he starts getting crucified by people that are followers or fans or family. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, let him hang himself, you know? Yeah. I mean, why do you feel obligated to get on somebody's social platform and type something? <laughs> I would just never do it. They're the – they just have miserable lives most likely and they and misery loves company and they're trying to bring us down with them, but I'm not going to let them. We're staying positive. But you still want to kick their ass. A little bit, a little bit. We'll take them <laughs> in the ring and, and settle it. I wish, you know, when I was a kid, I settled a lot of my differences through fight, like fighting. And then we were friends. It was settled. Yep. We didn't keep mm -hmm. fighting forever. We fought the one time and then we're like, we'll pull out guns. Or, yeah. man, I got scars all over me from fighting back in the day. Never did it in the ring, but you mm -hmm. know, but now it's just, it's, it's scary. You get in a fight and you got to worry about, I mean, guns and knives yeah, and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. So I just, I'm the mar like the first move of a martial artist, you know, walk away or whatever. Not that I'm a martial artist, but I try to have that mentality or whatever. Yeah. I try to be a martial artist. And I, I, I was going to this gym, Victory MMA, shout out Victory MMA, Gilbert Smith, a former UFC fighter, and he's a great coach uh, here in Colorado Springs. And I was going yeah. twice a week before the pandemic, and then I stopped and, and actually moved like an hour away. So now I'm in a country mountain town with no gym. But I, I practice here, and I have a couple. Uh, one fighter, Dylan King, he comes up and trains me a couple times as often as he can. Um, a week is what we try for. Yeah. But uh, so I'm, I, I watched The Office. I don't know if you've ever watched that show. You probably don't have time to watch TV, I imagine. No, I, I do. I watch it. I'm more like the, you know, I, I kind of study reality TV because we do it. So I watch a lot of the build show type stuff and figure out how we can shoot better things. And then I watch every sport, every sporting event. I'm a big sports guy. So any, you know, I love, I even like watching golf, but, you know, Boxing, MMA. I don't miss a boxing or MMA fight. Yeah, I'm all. You know? um, I can't wait for the world to open back up so we can get back out to go into them. You know, 100. percent We'll have to. I, I would love to hang out. We'll have to go to something one time. Can you do that. Um, we just speaking of reality shows. My last uh, interview was with Wayne. He was on Forged in Fire, and he won. Uh -huh. He won that show. I watched that show. Yeah, he won. He was pretty awesome, and. Uh, He's making a, a sword out of uh, meteorite for Dan Bilzerian. We were talking about that, which people wow, that's pretty yeah, cool. people have some mixed feelings about Dan, but you gotta you gotta admit he's 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 living the dream. At least it, it would seem that way, and I'm, it's yeah. probably true. But um, 
so it that's cool and I, i'm really honored to, again to have you come on here and, and be able to talk to pretty some pretty cool people and i'm i know we're getting bryce mitchell pretty soon and that'll you know, oh. undefeated, fourteen and zero, lightweight in the yeah. UFC. I, sh- I'm, I was supposed to get Cerrone. That's a st- he's hard to to tackle. He's all over yeah. the place. Cowboys, man. I, 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 you know, I follow his him on Instagram as well, and he's he's all over the place. But he's he's doing good for himself, man. Yeah. He um, he's parlaying. That's one guy who will fight anybody. Yeah, he's like Chuck Liddell back in the day, you know. And we got him like like a crazy time in in his fighting career because. Like we signed him, and then he fought like, well, and he I guess he was always fighting all the time, but like back to back to back, five fights in a row, and unfortunately yeah. he lost most of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. he, but he, but he took yeah, them, you know, he keeps coming back, and he, you know, he keeps his chin high. He just he's building up the BMF ranch. We actually just we're doing a collaborative design for Sheath. It's like you know BMF sheath collab like we did with riffraff and as i'm looking at yeah. you i i feel like your des- mind is for design is strong when i look at the cars and and whatnot dude i would love to do something together yeah, we should. Man. I mean, for real. like in like 2022 something just like start yeah. those engines because i'm I just your whole um the backdrop and everything i see is everything is really strategically designed it seems oh this ain't anything you got to come down here i say paint's dead every everything in these all these facilities is you know it's all wrap um oh. yeah but it's cool man I, I think there's there's just so many synergies that we that we share and i'd love to get you to san antonio maybe come in for one of our fights and then you know just kind of we'll chop it up and figure out how find a way to do something cool together for sure that will definitely happen that cannot not happen um and I, you know, my mom lives there, so I'll, I'll, and my whole team, and for the most part, is in San Antonio, and I come pretty frequently. It's just with the pandemic, I hadn't come as often, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to. I got all these points, just fly in, you know, uh, every yeah, other month. Come on, we're right at the airport. I'll pick you up, and then you know, give them show you the facilities, and then get your mom. So your mom still lives in San Antonio, mm-hmm. you said. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So, but let's, I know, I don't want to keep you too long. I'm going to keep you like to the 45 minute if that's okay. But that's I want to, um, you know, do you, do you have any books or, or that you've read that kind of helped you get to where you are? Or did you just do it all? Yeah. And I just did it by, you know, you know, I tell people I'm, I'm more street smart than educated, you know, educated through like a university. I went to Baylor for a couple of years, you know, never went to class, <laughs> did more of the party inside, but it taught me a valuable lesson. And it's like, you got to work hard. I've, I've mowed yards since I was 11 years old. Um, I've just always been an entrepreneur and, and, and driven, you know, and I don't like to sit at home on my ass. I always got to be going, but no, more than anything, I just, it's been trial by fire. Yeah. You know, yeah. you live and you learn, I think, by mistakes. I mean, and, and these principles, yeah, these principles that are in these books are, they came from people just doing them naturally. And a lot of, like, one of the books I reference a lot is called Think and Grow Rich. Highly recommend it. Uh-huh. He interviewed, like, Thomas Edison and Alexander Graham Bell, uh, Henry Ford, like, all these people back in, uh, um, Andrew Carnegie back in the day, John D. Rockefeller, like, what made them different and he basically boiled down 17 success principles and, but they were already doing them. And it sounds like you were, you know, you just have that in you naturally kind of, 
and um, it's like Rich Dad Poor Dad that book. I don't, so you have it, yeah. but you're like the rich dad, and the poor dad is actually the guy that's going to the job, and he got the college education, but it's like if all your life consists of is and no disrespect to anyone out there, but just, you know, going to work every day, nine to five and the same shit. Yeah. And it's just a routine. That's what's great about here is it's something different every single day. And look, man, we were broke 10 years ago. We couldn't even pay the rent at our apartment. My wife and I had to borrow money from her parents to, you know, pay our rent at our apartments like $900 that month. Beautiful. And we've come a long way, but you know, you don't get there by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's with the, it's a crew, a team and a family that get you there. And I have been like you, I have been extremely blessed to just surround myself with some of the most talented people that are passionate about the brands that they're trying to build. And so it's almost like they, they work for it like it's theirs because there's incentive to it, you know? And, um, you know, I tell them all the time, do the TV show. I get a lot of the credit for these mega builds that we do, but I tell my, my whole crew, we have a production meeting every Monday morning. And I tell them, you know, one, attitudes are contagious, and I love them. And all the credit for all this cool shit that we get to do goes to the, goes to these men and women because they're the ones on the floor constructing these things. Now, obviously, they don't have the stress that I have trying to keep it all together, but they're grinding and, and making it all, all come together. Yeah. And you, like you said earlier, you couldn't do it without your team. I couldn't do it without my team. There's so much work to be done that one it's, it would be impossible for one man to do it. And, and you can't just pay people to do it. They have to own it themselves. Yeah. Another good book, Extreme Ownership by uh, whatever the fuck that guy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like Marcus, who's our COO, is also vice president of, of Cruising Kitchens. But he, you know, he it comes from an entertainment background. And there was a time recently where he was like, "Man, look, I'm just I'm. We have this huge ghost kitchen client. We're building all these kitchen trays for him, and that's Marcus's project. And he's like, "Dude, I feel like I'm letting you down." because I'm only, all my time's dedicated to this. I'm like, Marcus, first of all, you're not letting anybody down. You're providing all this opportunity because what you're doing is paving the way, which is helping build a new facility and do things like that and provide opportunities for athletes and artists. And when he kind of looked, thought about that, he stepped back and it's, it's been cool, man, to see what he's done through that project, which has allowed a lot of the growth through, through all of our entities. Exactly. They, they don't even know sometimes how valuable they are my coo is just like i call him the hand from uh game of thrones like i'm the king and he, yeah but he does everything like and I, I i guess ultimately i deal with the stress of keeping it all together I'm, i mm -hmm. guess i am kind of like a little puppet master because i'm like okay you do that you do that but i delegate everything like i barely this is yep. i get to do this i make decisions on designs and and, and i design myself also but that's badass. But delegate, yeah. delegating that is. So you kind of asked like how I hold it all together. But what filming has taught me because it carves out a lot of time out of the day. You know, the days we're filming yeah. is you have to delegate that task. So it taught me to delegate tasks and give up some of that power, which is hard at times. You know, because I, I started this with just me and one other guy. Wow. And then you know we've grown and grown and grown. But it's like you've got to finally feel comfortable giving up that power. Um, and then once you do, it's kind of like, you know, the elephant's off your chest. You can breathe, you can concentrate on, you know, growing in your brands in the way that you want them to go. Yeah. We had to do that recently. It's like finding pressure points where 
I'm spending too much time dealing with, I, I was getting customer service emails for a while and I would, instead of passing it off, I would just do it. And they were like, don't Dude. do that. Like, just pass it off. You, you have no <laughs> fucking clue how alike we are. So three months ago, finally, I told Josh, who's our director of operations, I was like, dude, I get, cause I always had the input cruising kitchen. So I'm doing, I'm the same fucking way. I don't want to see it, but then I wanted it. And then I'd feel it, you know, but so I finally said, Hey, look, we gotta, we gotta delegate this uh, email to somebody else because I was like you, I didn't want to give up the small things, but it was wasting a lot of my, of my time, you know? Yes. So we're so much alike in that. Sense. That's awesome. I love that. That's funny. Um, yeah. And I just, I I am kind of removed a lot from my team, which is why I kind of cherish the times we're together. We get together like once a month. We'll do a trip here or there, uh -huh. wherever. They'll come up here. But you get to live with them, you know, pretty much on the daily and, and work out with them. And that's just, yeah. it just seems like you're living the life. I was like, this dude's living the fucking dream. It's cool. I think that, you know, my favorite part of the day is, you know, I don't get to work out with everybody. It's just some of the boxing guys. But you know, I go, I go down in the in the lunchroom and get to eat lunch with my crew, and that means the world to me. One that they would want to sit down and eat with me, but two, just to carve out quality time. Hey, man, what's going on in your life? You know, are you good? Do you need anything? And you know, it's just having that that support system is fucking awesome. You know, with with having a good crew. You know, I, yeah, people always. You know, we have a lot of famous people come in here. You know, and do tours and you know these guys used to get and girls used to get starstruck and i'm like guys you're just as good as them we all breathe the same air like we're all built you know the same way we may look and you know act different but you know we're all the same person and, and you know and so it, it's pretty cool for them to get to see the celebrity style you know of, that comes in here but it's also cool to see them not get all freaked out by it you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah because people can cave pretty easy when somebody walks in that's you know they've looked up to for a while starstruck yeah i did that i went to the i, I went to the on it gym back in like 2015 uh, and uh there was some, some nfl player there and everyone was like "Ooh!" and the owner aubrey marcus was there yeah i built a food truck for aubrey nice yeah he we yeah. you know we've been and the peripheral of on it since its inception it all kind of started with like joe rogan and i was a fan of listening yeah. to the podcast heard him on there and went and joined the gym and uh i, I just i really ab admired what he, he was doing and I'm, and still to this day they're they're killing it so they're killing yeah it. it's but you, and joe rogan moved to austin i know we're on its headquarters yep and the whole that whole scene is blowing up there in Austin. I grew up in Georgetown, right down the street in Austin, and I remember there was county roads in high school that we used to drink beer on down down Leander Road, up into Liberty Hill, and all that area. Fuck, now it's all neighborhoods. It's all Austin now. Oh my god, it's crazy. I mean, Austin's like California now. Two. I last time I went there, it was like every restaurant we went to eat food for lunch was like a line out the door. I was like, fuck, this is insane. I don't like, it's too busy. You have to, you have to plan your day around traffic and awesome. My buddy's a big uh, residential realtor there. And he's like, dude, I do showings around times that I know there will be no traffic. If not, I'm going to spend the majority of the, my time in my car, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to sit this one out. I'll, I'll, I'll visit when Rogan invites me. 
I'll, I'll come say hi. And we're, we sponsor a lot of the comedians like Tim Dillon. He's, he, a lot of them are yeah. moving there. And so I'm going to, maybe I'll get invited to a party or something. LOL. Yeah. Joe Rogan. I've never met him in person, but I heard he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's like, I'm wearing a, a Joe Rogan or ape higher primate shirt. I'm just, he, he did a lot for a lot of people, man. A lot of men, young men. He did, and he's he's kept true to who he is and what his beliefs are. You know, it's it's different. Like with uh, me being where I'm at on TV, I can't talk about sex, politics, and religion, and I'm cool with that because I don't like addressing that because you're going to offend or somebody anyway. But I think that Joe's done a very good job just being true to who he is, being open about pot, being open about other things because that's who he truly is. Yeah, I smoke weed pretty much well yeah, every day. I mean, you got to. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I can tell you, I can tell you, there's so many people out there that, that smoke pot that will never admit to doing it. Man, you know, when I got sick in 2018, I almost died. I got poisoned in Putacan, Dominican Republic, and then fought for my life there, got back to the States, contracted C. diff, and couldn't get through it. The anxiety, the depression, my body was so weak that I couldn't hold anything down. Anyway, long story short, I had to end up having a full stool transplant to survive. But one of the things that got me through the nights was was smoking marijuana. Oh yeah, you know, and it's just it, it, it is. I don't allow anything to you know to affect the way that I operate or anything like that. But during those times, I mean, I needed it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that it, once they legalize it everywhere, you're going to see so many different cures for things come from one of the uh, the extraction of one of those plants, whether it's male or female. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big advocate. That's why I live in Colorado, and that's why I left. Yeah, no, I was about to say, that's why you're in Colorado. Def- so. It literally is why I've been in Colorado, because I was in Texas, and I got arrested like five times. And I'm just like, okay. I, I think it's coming fairly soon in Texas, sooner than most people think. You know, they you know, they they did the hemp, now the Delta 8. Yep. Now, you know, it's, it's, it's coming. progressing in that, in that way. I mean, fuck it. I mean. Now we're going to pay off all of our debt. You know, you got to be able to tax something. And what, what would you sell the most of? It would be marijuana. Please, yeah. And I think it'll cut down crime rates and, and all kinds of things. I'm a big, big advocate. I was literally passing out. Um, I went around in 2015, like handing out, like signature, get, getting signatures to pass it to become legalized in Colorado. That was, That's cool. I was in there, but I, I don't really advocate it. Like you should smoke weed. I, I don't like that, but if, if you need something, it's definitely a, a, a valuable kind of medicine, if you will. It's, it's changed a lot of people's lives in a positive way. I can say it. I mean, it's just no. It, it's hard to me to, you know, understand why you can, you know, and I and I'll drink and you know have drinks and everything like that. But how that's any different than smoking a doobie or hitting a you know a pen that you know is. If, you know, of extracting marijuana, just something like that. I mean, what 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 is the difference? I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's actually drink is actually exactly. Worse. It's just an absurd policy, and everyone's coming around to it. And I, we just got to give it a little bit more time because if all the politicians got to find out how they can make money, money on it before they're going to legalize, yeah. you know exactly. What it is. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. They just have to wait for them to see the dollar bill signs. Uh, so I'm gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. I know you're super busy. I. Uh, just let's see. Oh, the movie though. You have a movie coming out or something. Can you tell me a little bit about that? We got involved in the movie called monsters through my buddy, Sean Riley. And, um, it's coming out soon. You'll start seeing some of the press decks come out. They kind of, they kind of gave up, 
it went out a little too early in Berlin. It's got some good traction, but yeah, over the next couple of months, you'll start seeing the marketing materials come out for that. Um, it's a very powerful um, movie with Christina Ricci in Ooh. it. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome. Christina Ricci, yeah. she's the Adams family yeah. and all those. Uh, Shot during the middle of a pandemic, so it'll be it'll be cool. Awesome. Well, I I'm very excited. And then Brian Romero, who runs our our production of entertainment, we got some other stuff. We're about to start kicking off some other movies pretty soon, so it's going to be. It's gonna be a good year. The end of this year and into 2022, we got some exciting stuff. How cool is it? You're but you're doing so well. You can make movies. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, well, let's just hope they're profitable. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they will be because Brian's the best in the business. I mean, he did Line of Duty back in the day. Um, he's very good at controlling budgets and you know cost of, of shooting. So I, we'll, we'll we'll be fine. I might have to talk to you about that because my team and I are actually humoring the idea of making a movie because we shot one scene from a movie and then my brother was and it went, went well and my brother was like we don't have to shoot like 30 more of those and we have a movie like 30 yeah. scenes or whatever well, if, you want, if you want to get down let me know we can do it together oh, yeah. um we're gonna we're gonna look at doing some stuff so look up brian ramirez he's he, honestly he's the best in the business one of the coolest things about him is you know he had five other movies in line but his wife got um diagnosed with cancer and mm. she fought the she fought leukemia, and she was actually on her deathbed. So he moved out of L.A. back to be with her, and now is with us. And she survived. Mm. She's a badass. She's rocking Beautiful. and boxing and shit like that. So look it up. It's a cool story. I love to hear that. I love a, a survival story that's beautiful and this whole podcast has been great thank you so much for joining me it's uh an honor i'm glad we finally connected definitely we're like brothers <laughs> yeah we're, 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 we're the exact person i, I swear <laughs> i mean i look forward to getting you you know down to san antonio let me know when you're in town i'll scoop you up from the airport but it's an honor being on the podcast please keep stay true to who you are keep doing what you're doing man because you're helping a lot of people absolutely um, provide an opportunity great shit it's a pleasure and you're doing the same thing i'm here if you need anything all right brother all right brother